Hey, thanks for joining me. Um, today I want to talk about the first time I created a multitasking framework. Uh, that was in the 1970s. It was for an Intel 8085 microprocessor, and um, it had to be programmed in assembly language because I just didn't have anything else to write the code in. And I needed a real-time or a pseudo-real-time uh, solution because I needed to be able to have a message loop and handle communication via RS-232, but I also needed to be running some tasks concurrently with those uh, communications. So I got out my book on the 8085, which was probably 300, 350 pages. Um, they had pretty good documentation back then. And I selected the 8085 for one simple reason, and that was that the 8085 had what was called a SID line, and you could create serial I.O. Uh, using the pins on the microprocessor without having to add additional glue logic. Um, I did have to add a chip so that I could get the voltages necessary uh, for RS-232, but I created the UART, uh, Universal Asynchronous Receiver Transmitter, UART, uh, in software, in assembly language, so I could do whatever I wanted with it. Um, and what I did was I created a message protocol and I um, wrote the, the UART. I was just trying to remember. I set it up so that I had a jumper that could change the uh, bit rate, the baud rate. Um, and the 8085 worked really well. I used it for several projects. And one of the projects that I uh, developed a product around the 8085 sold for many years and represented 50% of the income of a fairly substantial company. Uh, we had a licensing agreement, and it was uh, on Hewlett-Packard's recommended third-party product list, and it was extremely stable. So what I did was I took an 8085, uh, I created a, a piece of code to simulate a UART, and then I built a, a framework for multitasking. And it was really simple, but it worked flawlessly. I never had a single uh, situation where I had uh, race conditions or deadlocks. Never had any of those. And the way I did it was um, I built an external clock that I connected to the non-maskable interrupt on the 8085, and I could control 
the rate of the interrupts externally since the clock was external. And every time an interrupt occurred, the uh, routine would run that would capture everything on the stack and save it off to a safe memory location. And then it would grab the stack um, for the next task and load that onto the stack. And then off it'd go again. I used a pound def to define how many tasks um, that I allowed to run. And of course, um, the nice thing about that approach was I didn't have to worry about crafting tasks to complete within their own slice. By saving state, um, I could bring it back and let it run from the state at which it was interrupted. Now, I had control over the entire board, so I didn't have arbitrary code running. I had code that I had uh, developed specifically for the process, and uh, that allowed me to use a very simple but very reliable uh, context switching uh, framework. And as time went by, uh, year after year, I did add more tasks and uh, modified tasks. And the framework actually never changed. Once I got it working and it was reliable, I never changed the context switching. I would just add new tasks. And that was one of the things I did back in the 70s. It was a lot of fun. I did buy a, a, an external uh, emulator that I could plug into the microprocessor socket and uh, troubleshoot because initially it was a bit of a challenge to get it working. But that kind of stuff was fun. It still is fun. Um, I know a lot of people that still build systems around Z80 microprocessors because they're just fun to work with. Anyway, that's a memory that I have and I thought I'd share with you. Have a great day.